Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Good evening, and thank you for joining us, everyone. Tonight we have a special guest, but I just want to say thank you for joining us at The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. You can reach us at www.serenitynaturalwellness.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Serene Wellness. And if you have any questions, please always email us. We will get back to you as soon as we possibly can. And here is Dr. Kimberly. Hi, Kim. Hi. Are you going to talk about Kareem, or are we just going to leave him in this oh. corner? <laughs> I've had a, a little bit of a stressful day, everybody, but Kareem is back with us again tonight. He was with us last week, and I would like to welcome him again tonight. Hi, Kareem. Hi, Shannon. How are you? I'm doing well. How's it going? Everything is everything over here. It's a little bit of rain, but, you know. That clears it out. I like that. Everything's everything. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Well, we have a very special guest tonight. Are you going to leave Shannon or are you staying? No, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go back to the track meet, but I'll try to get back on later if I can. Okay. Well, have a good time. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. All right, um, we have a very special guest, Ms. Janet Nestor, and we'll get to her in a few minutes, and I'll talk a little bit about her in a few minutes. But to kind of set up this show tonight, I wanted to talk about some secrets of mindfulness. And this is a, a little bit of an excerpt from a blog I wrote, I think, for Janet's website. And there's a quote by Mariel Hemingway that I really like, and it says, to be in your body is to be present. To be present is to be connected to the divine. Some people call that all different things, um, source or God or whatever might mean something to you. But presence and mindfulness is definitely a key to being awake and becoming more conscious. It's also an amazing key to manifesting and actualizing what you want to bring into your physical reality as well as a huge key to healing. So that kind of pulls all different directions. And the definition of mindfulness, according to Wikipedia, is awareness. We are taught that in order to be mindful, our minds have to be in a constant flow of thoughts, ideas, opinions, judgments, and impressions. That, to most, is the epitome of awareness, we think. Mindfulness is actually something completely different. What if Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. What if being mindful actually meant having a clear, still, and quiet mind? Not just in a state of meditation, but 100% of the time. And if you guys were listening last week, I think our guest, you remember Kareem asked me to come up with something that was bothering me or something that played over and over in my mind, and I said, ask somebody else, because... I have a clear mind. I have an empty mind. Do you remember that? <laughs> she asked me that. And so I think I threw you under the bus and I said, ask Kareem, didn't I? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. But <laughs> I thought I did. But everyone's interested in, like I said, manifestation and actualization. 
And one of the more common tools being taught is how to visualize and state affirmations. Well, those are great tools, but being truly mindful is actually your sharpest weapon. You must learn the secret to be a powerful and effective manifester. The truth is we pick up, and we've talked about this on a lot of the other shows, we pick up a lot of thoughts, pictures, sounds, impressions, and ideas from everywhere and everyone. Because you hear these things in your head, you think they come from you. Actually, they come from a lot of other places, including other people's minds. So one of the tools that I recommend, which I'll just review really quickly, is to say, is this thought mind or who's, is this thought mind, pardon me, or whose thought is this? Or if you feel a pain in your body, another question you can say is, does this belong to me or does this belong to somebody else? And that's kind of a deep topic that we might get into at another time. So practice having a still mind and you will find that you've been handed another powerful secret to manifestation. So at this time, I am going to welcome our guest, who I consider an expert probably in a lot of things, but definitely in mindfulness and energy medicine. And our guest is Janet Nestor. As I said before, she's written a an amazing book that I'm holding in my hand called Pathways to Wholeness. And the subtitle is Walking Meditation, Mindful Breathing, Bioenergetic Healing, I just love that. Bioenergetic healing sounds like the most amazing thing. And spiritual development. We'll have to ask Janet what that means later. So welcome, <laughs> Janet, again. You made it the second time. <laughs> Yours was one I of the did, most popular and I'm shows. very, very honored to be here. Oh, well, we're honored to have you. So I'll let you talk for a little bit, um, unless you have anything <laughs> you want to add. <laughs> no. What would you like me to talk about? Well, I would love for you maybe to, we talked about maybe you leading us in a meditation. I mean, I, that wasn't really a meditation. I kind of just kind of introed the show in a long, drawn-out way. But usually I try to do some kind of light or short meditation. So I thought it would be nice if you led us in our meditation today. I would love to. I would love to. Um, do you want? Are you ready to get started? I am. I don't know if Kareem is, though. We've got to ask him. Are you ready, Kareem? I'm born ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Um, this this is a bioener- bioenergetic meditation because it's an interface of the uh, of our uh, of mental imagery of our physical body mm-hmm. and of and of our energy body. So. Um, it's probably uh, a better to do this standing up, but we're we're not standing up. We're sitting down, and probably most of the people who are listening are sitting down. So uh, that's the way we're going to do it. If you if you're in your chair though, um, sit in a rather erect position uh, so that your back is straight and your and your neck is aligned with your spine. And right now, as we do that, just get comfortable. Just let your body get comfortable where you're sitting. If you have anything loose, loosen it up. I mean, tight, loosen it up so that it feels comfortable on your body. And our kidneys um, and the adrenal glands that sit on top of them are really our battery pack. And we want 
our adrenal glands and our kidneys to be full of life and our body to be full of life. And so this is a meditation that allows us to be aware of our body and also to fill it up with some good, positive healing energy. So the first thing we want to do is put our hands, um, the palms of our hands on our kidneys. So you have one on your left side, one on your right side. And put them uh, so that you feel as though, you imagine that you have your adrenal glands and your kidneys covered with your hands. And just feel that warmth coming from your hands into your body. And you can see that the energy that's coming from your hands, you can see it going into your body and into your kidneys and your adrenal glands. And just kind of massage your back a little bit. Get those kidneys attention. And just sit there and breathe. Nice, comfortably, um, deep breathing. No huffing and puffing, just Nice, comfortable, deep breath through your nose. And now go ahead and close your eyes because we're going to be using some imagery. I'd like for you to see yourself within an egg-shaped bubble, which is your energy energy system, the energy that keeps you alive. And we see ourselves right in the middle of it, right in the middle of the bubble. That's really what it means to be centered, centered within your own energy field. And so you see yourself there completely whole. You can see your body from your head to your toes. You can see what what you're wearing. You see yourself in totality. And you notice and make note of every, that everything is working. If you have aches or pains, you notice that. Whatever your body is at this moment, notice it within the bubble. And your hands are still on your kidneys. And begin to uh, see your body fill with a nice, white light. Some of you may see a yellow light, and that's Okay. Just allow your body to fill from head to toe with that light. And not only do you see the white light fill your body, you sense the white light filling your body. So that there's a felt sense of being full and filled and whole. And then as you feel yourself filling with the white light completely full, you notice an iridescent blue light shining from your spinal column all the way from um, your brainstem all the way down to your um, sacrum area, completely shining with that blue iridescent light. And then you see the light move into your body through the nerves. 
And so your organs are being fed. Your cells are being fed. And you can see that clearly. And you can sense the energy flow. And then I want you to let the image of the white light and the iridescent blue light fade from your inner vision and begin to see yourself built completely from head to toe with a very transparent pink light, the light of unconditional love. It's a healing light. It's the most healing energy that we have, the love of the um, energy of love is amazingly healing. And it penetrates your whole body, every organ in your body, your bones, your blood, completely and totally saturated with that pink light of love. And then you notice that it's not only in your body, it surrounds your body. So that it's cocooning you maybe rocking you or holding you, giving you whatever that you need at this moment, right now. It may be peacefulness. It may be calmness. It actually may be healing of something that's wrong in your body. Maybe an easing of pain. Whatever it is, let that light tend to you and nurture you and heal you. And then begin breathing in the pink light in every breath. There's pink light flowing through your entire system, through your bloodstream. There's no part of you that is not completely nurtured by the light, that pink loving light. And when you're ready, begin to notice your environment a little more closely and open your eyes and enjoy that warm, invigorated feeling that you probably have at this moment. And take a nice deep breath. Wiggle around a little bit. Hmm. I love that meditation. Dan, I thought it was not a good idea. Now I'm asleep. I'm so relaxed. I want to go to bed. That was amazing. Oh, good. That's, That's really how it makes you feel. It just makes you feel so full and quiet, alert. It's a really nice meditation. My whole body is tingling. That is amazing. Did you like that cream? Did I yeah, I'm sitting up here smiling right now. Uh, <laughs> did that feel good? It felt so good. I've never heard one quite like that. You know what it is. Here's the secret. Here's one of the secrets on the secret to everything. The secret to that meditation is Janet was saying, it, and Janet has wonderful and amazing <laughs> healing energy. So <laughs> that's the secret to the magic of that meditation, in my opinion. Well, that meditation is in the Pathways book. Oh, it it is. It has the standing part with it. We left that off. 
but um, we did part of it. Oh, that was really nice. Thank you so much, Janet. I'm going to use that as a bridge to talk a little bit about, and maybe you can add in as we talk about some of the things you do. What Mm -hmm. is a – you have a – DCEP and energy psychology. What does that mean? <laughs> Nobody knows what that means. <laughs> but it is a diplomat in comprehensive energy psychology. It's a certification oh, okay. of training um, in uh, for uh, licensed professionals. Mm-hmm. Nice. So you're, we're trained in diagnostic thought field therapy and um, in chakra work, but fossil therapy uses the meridians, and then we also use the chakras if, um, you know, the energy uh, is stuck there. So that's what that is. That's the training certification. Oh, it just it sounds really impressive and really mystical. That works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's something you work for. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good year process. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, Reiki, which most of the people in this audience know at Reiki, are familiar with Reiki. Etheric healing. Tell us about etheric healing. Uh, etheric healing is off-body healing, actually. You're working with the energy body and not the physical body. So your hands, the practitioner's hands, never touches the um, physical body. You can be in Egypt, and I can be in Missouri where I am, and, and we can still do that. Or you can, um, you know, be in the same room with the person, but you may be sitting across the room. So you're calling, in, you're calling in their energy body and then intuitively looking to see where the blocks are and or wherever an illness or pain might be hiding in there, and you clear the energy blocks and send the spirit back to the body. That's etheric healing. It's, it's now, how would the person, if you were in the same room with them, let's say, how would they be feeling while you were doing that? Would they have any sensations? Would they go to sleep? Would they be awake? Would, what, how would they're, they they're feel? Def- they're definitely awake. They, they're, and it, but it doesn't take as long as like a Reiki session or a healing touch session. Um, uh, it's much, much quicker. But I, most people feel very, very relaxed, uh, very calm. It really doesn't usually last long enough to go to sleep, but it's, it's very soothing because you're literally soothing out the, you know, clearing out the energy field, getting things moving, and uh, most people. Just feel relaxed, I would say. Maybe some tingling or warmth or something like that, like you would in energy, any energy healing. Okay. Neat. It's neat. neat. Yeah, it is a neat practice. Okay. Next, what is sound healing? Janet practices sound healing. Could you describe that for us? Well, um, uh, actually, I, I took a course in acutonics, which is um, using tuning forks on the acupuncture points, uh, the same points that an acupuncturist would use. So it fits really well into my energy psychology because we're using the same acupoints. But if, but say, you were doing thought field therapy or um, EFT and you were uh, working on 
um, say just say the bladder meridian, then you could use the sound on that meridian point, and it vibrates deep, 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 deep down into the body. It, it's really it's an exceptional feeling. Um, and sometimes I use it with a crystal, so I put the crystal on the body, then put the tuning fork uh, top of the crystal, okay. and it, it literally vibrates deeper. Or sometimes I just use uh, muscle testing or a pendulum and see which of the tones uh, that a person's body needs, and then I vibrate that tone, um, usually around their crown, um, left to right over their crown, down the front of the body, down the central meridian, and sometimes use um, an infinity symbol um, over the body, uh, and just it just blends the energy. Um, that's the way I use it. Um, in fact, a lot of mornings I just sit down with my tuning forks and I say, okay, body, which ones of these do I need today? And then I vibrate that around my body. If you have a sprained ankle or whatever, you can use the tongue that your body needs on that sprained ankle. It helps it heal more quickly. A lot of times it will take the ouch away from it. Wow. I hadn't heard that. You know, I have done, I practice all different modalities for over Mm -hmm. 20 years. You know, that Uh is one that I have never taken, gone to a class with, experimented with. I would say almost everything else I have but sound therapy. And the further I get along in this, I actually think that's really a great one. You know, that's really an amazing tool because what isn't commonly known is that we think we have to hear with our ears, but actually we're energetic bodies, regardless of our physical bodies, and we hear with our skin. We hear through our skin. So we can pick up, even if, you know, you put earplugs in or or you happen to be born deaf or develop deafness, you can still hear. And a lot of times I use a lot of clearing statements, not so much anymore because I'm at a different place, but I use them with my clients. And I say you can turn them all the way down to where they're not audible. You know, the frequency is still coming out of the speakers or out of your computer, out of your MP3 or your phone or whatever. But you don't have to hear that audible sound to get that. You know, you can loop it and play it over and over. So that's kind of something I've just gotten in and realized, you know, in the later years of my practice how amazingly healing the sound is and it's actually not the sound i would take it further and say it's the energetic vibration obviously of the tones of the sound you know the frequency so it's frequency, frequency of the sound and the chakras balance um um spin or fr- uh, vibrate to an octave so your uh root chakra will be low c your crown chakra well really the eighth chakra over top of your head because that that begins the next sequence of chakras um, so your your chakras uh, vibrate to the tones of the musical scale. So, I mean, we we need that. We need sound. That's why we respond so much to music and and things like that because our body wants sound. And sometimes we like this kind of music. Sometimes we like that kind of music. Sometimes we want it loud. Sometimes we want it soft. Sometimes we want it deep. Whatever, that's because our body, is saying, you know, is saying, okay, I want a little of that today. 
Are you serious? That is so interesting because sometimes, okay, is this possible that either sometimes you might be like overstimulated with sound or sometimes you just don't need adjusted? Because I go through these phases, Janet, where I don't want to listen to any music. It's very rare, but I go through kind of like where I don't, I don't want to hear any music. What would that mean to you? What would that say to you if, if someone oh, yeah. said that to you? I mean, I do that sometimes too. Uh, turn on a meditation, something or other, and I think, mm, that's not for me today. I just think that um, I think we get on overload sometimes, and sometimes there's so much going on, we just need quiet. And I think on days like that, we just honor it. I don't think it necessarily means there's anything wrong. I just think it means not today, you know. I love that because my daughter, my oldest daughter particularly is exceptionally um, high-level intuitive and very sensitive, and she and I both go through these phases, which I don't think I've ever known or heard such a good explanation. I just know it happens every so often, and where we can't watch TV, we can't listen to the radio, we can't even read. It's almost like a partial shutdown. It's not a depression. It doesn't feel bad emotionally. It's kind of like a mental thing, but well, that must be. I, it, I think it's, it's probably a whole body thing. It's just like when you're um, meditating or when you're sort of keyed in and you're doing an intuitive reading. There's only one thing on your. The only thing that you're doing is listening to whatever it is that you're listening for, um, or looking for for the person that you're reading. Your, everything else is shut down. Your your mind is silent except for what mm. exactly is that you're doing. And I think sometimes we do that because someone's knocking on the door and saying, hello, hello, listen, 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 I have something to say. And they can't say if we're everything's blaring. <laughs> I really think that happens too. Sometimes the thing that we require is the silence. And I think that's healthy. Oh, I love that. I have just never, I don't know, I've just never heard it explained so well. Or, you know, we tend to think we're so isolated and we're really we're not. There's really no human experience or thought that, you know, isn't experienced by, you know, the entire consciousness. So every now and then I think you stumble across people that have the same experience, but I never I've just never heard anyone else say that. So I love that. I think that's amazing. I just never thought about sound in that way, that it, that it's not necessarily a bad thing because we always talk about it. My daughter will say, I'm in one of those things again, Mom, and I'm like, I just went through one. So I'm glad we're not, like, totally crazy. You can be crazy with us, Janet. <laughs> if you're crazy, then I probably every other human being gets along with you because sometimes we got to turn it off. <laughs> that's right. I love it. I love it. That's great. I Thank you so much for explaining that. And, you know, it's funny because, again, another thing I have gotten into, as a matter of fact, I'm sitting between three of them right now, is the power, and we did a whole show on crystals, but the power of crystals to fine-tune, amplify a lot of different things, a lot of different vibrations and a lot of different states is phenomenal and I have extremely extremely large I'm talking a foot, two foot half a foot crystals you know set up in certain 
ways in my room, you know, to kind of set up that kind of energy, amplification, protective, all different, you know, reasons, you know, as mm-hmm. I'm led to. What is your opinion of crystals? Could you talk for a couple minutes on how you see crystals or how you use crystals? I mean, you told us a little bit, but you didn't really – do you use them in any other way? I, I, I have them around me. I keep them – keep them in my office, I keep a rose quartz because uh, it's just such a warm, cozy, loving stone. And a lot of times, and it's a pretty good size when it's probably, I don't know, six or so inches tall in big, fat, you know, crystal. And a lot of times if my clients are upset, they come in, sit down, pick up the crystal and hold it. And sometimes of uh, the quartz, the rose quartz, and sometimes they, if we're going to do energy work, they take it to the table with them and lay it on top of their body because it soothes them. But I'm I'm really not an expert on crystals, so I don't want to make anybody think that I am. Um, but I do use um, just a um, what is that crystal? I don't even know what it is right now because my mind but can't come up with the name. But it's clear. Clear white, uh, her- Herkimer? The quartz? The white? Is it? It's not yeah, a white it's quartz. It's, it's a, a clear her- quartz. Yeah, I think, I don't know what it is. Uh, Herkimer, I think it's a Herkimer. I think that's what it is. Oh. Yeah, but it's almost clear, and um, it's made with a, um, it looks like a funnel, so it comes down into a point on both ends, and it's, um, actually, it's made for sound healing. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, somebody uh, who uh, makes tuning forks um, sent me a couple to try out, and that's how I got mine. But um, they're sort of they're cut crystal so that they're like eight-sided, and then they come down to a point on, on both ends. And then I like hold mm-hmm, So I hold the crystal with the point on the on the um, point of the crystal, on the acupoint or on the place of pain or the discomfort or wherever energy might be stuck, and then vibrate the whichever tuning fork I'm using through the crystal, and it enhances the vibration many, many times. So long after the tuning fork, uh, you you know, where I would ding it again, it's still vibrating through the crystal. It's really neat. But I'm I'm not really um, I'm not an expert at all on the use of crystals. I use them very limited, limitedly, but I love them, and um, I believe in their power to transmit energy. I I mean I'm um, addicted to um, oh my mind's been doing this all day long. That blue That's okay. um, <laughs> topaz. The blue. Thank you. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, I'm um, I'm addicted to that. So, um, but I think it's because my body just loves the stone, the vibration of the stone. So that's interesting because I'm addicted to amethyst. Um, I think there's a show on TV. My daughter came in the other day and said, "Which show do you want me to put you on? Hoarders or like strange collections?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, pretty soon we're going to have, like, so many, like, large amethysts. We're not going to be able to fit them in the house. I said, well, I have three more coming. And she's like, see, I told you. She goes, you're going crazy. But I love them 
I, it's a weird addiction. I mean, I can be addicted to worse things, right, than large rocks, you know? Well, anyway, I'm addicted to um, the um, Himalayan salt crystals. Oh. You know what they are? You know, no. they're made Do they glow? Do they glow, they're or am glow. I thinking of... No, some of them are light. You can they're, they're made you know made into lamps. So I have them all over my office. I have them all in every room in my house. And so when they're lighted, they put off um, an energy, and it helps keep everything calm uh, and smooth and in the environment. I mean, I think they're the best things ever. I. Wouldn't have an office without them. I set them by my computer because it helps with the um, EMFs from the computer. And in the house, you know, which is all, our homes are filled with EMFs. Um, right. Uh, they, it helps neutralize. It's, it's, they're wonderful. They're wonderful. Don't they put off, and I may be getting things mixed up, so whoever is an expert, don't stone me, but negative, I thought... I'd heard yeah, they put off negative ions. Is that yes, they do. It's the same energy that you get at the ocean. Because That's what I thought. Uh, the, uh, it's calcified salt from ocean. From I mean, that's what they are. Oh, um, me. Don't get me started, Janet, on another thing. My kids will call me. They'll be like, why do we have, like, five of these in each room? Because that's how I got the next batch in. I said, I'm buying these for you. And they're like, okay. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Okay, we'll go to Janet's next skill, which is intuitive energy healing, which I know a thing or two about that. So I'm not going to ask you about that because – my audience probably hears me talk a lot about that. And then um you do some channeling. So how do you how do you use channeling in your practice, Janet? Well, um I, I it's usually something that well I didn't I didn't say I do this, but I do this technique called um soul detective work. It's um based you it's uh used uh, some with energy psychology, especially thought field therapy. But it's kind of a regression, guided imagery, modality, excuse me, that lets us trace the origin of whatever, ancestral wounds, energetic cords, uh, dark energies, whatever. We, We can do that through the soul detective work. And a lot of times, like today, I was working with a, a woman who um, lost a baby. And, um, oh, wow. And the baby, um, it stayed behind, didn't go home, because, you know, it never really had a chance to get to know its mom. And um, it's, well, there, was uh-huh. unfinished, there was unfinished business, so it didn't go, the baby didn't go home. So we, um, she, she just was too emotional. She couldn't talk to the baby, but I did. I said, you know, what is it that, what kept you here, um, and uh, he told us, and so we did what we had to do to relieve his pain, and then we asked Archangel Michael to come, and, and, and when we did that, just a whole, uh, a whole angelic body came. I mean, the, the room was completely full, and it was just beautiful, 
and um, he just they just sort of gathered around him, and he floated home, and we got to experience it all. It was wonderful. That so, was today. That sounds amazing. Like if you even got to experience that once in your life, I think that'd be amazing. That sounds yeah. really neat. Yeah, that's one of the things of the soul detective work. You know, a lot of uh, energy, a lot of people get stuck because of unfinished business or uh, they think they're needed for this or that. I mean, who, I mean, for many reasons that people get stuck. Um, sometimes it's uh, because of war or whatever, you know, many things, trauma, and they don't know they're dead, so they, they, they stay behind. And the soul detective work allows us to gather those people and um, help them go home. Like today at the end of the session, we invited into our healing um, space um, all the babies who had had similar experiences to the baby we were working with. And many, many, many many babies came into the center and um, we were were able to experience the healing energy and one by one, they just went home, too. So we got to, that's a part of every soul detective session if we're working with, you know, uh, people who need to go home. So it's me. That is, that's called some high-level work, people. Janet oh. is amazing. No, it is. It really is. That's some of the higher-level work that can be done. I wanted to mention, because you were talking about that is, it's, so crucial what Janet's talking about. It's so crucial whether you go to Janet or whether you come to me or whether you find your own way with another practitioner, but there is absolutely no way, no way you can live the life you want, that you can live a life of bliss, that you can play every day, that you can actualize money, that you can actualize all of these things that you're hearing. It's not about vision boards. It's one of the huge, huge pieces, which I know Janet does a lot of work with and I do a lot of work with, you have to dump all that stress, all that negative programming that comes through your DNA, that comes and hangs in your energy bodies and hangs in your physical bodies. And if you, I can tell what you have unhealed and so can Janet and so can other energy healers, but we know what you're not dealing with and what you're stuffing, what your ancestors didn't deal with, by where it's showing up, like where it's showing up in your physical body, in your, you know, do you have mental illness? Do you have emotional illness? Do you have addictions? Do you have, like Janet said, physical pain? Do you have entities? I mean, do you have things going on in your house? On and on, but all those, you know, it's funny that Janet calls it full detective because really what we do is kind of a detective type of work. Mm-hmm. But also at the same point, I think your body screams to us. You know, and we're just the interpreters, right? When you say Janet or the facilitators for that healing, absolutely. Just so uh, you know, do do you have some thoughts on? You know, a lot of times, you know, we we have something wrong with us, and we go to the doctor, and the doctor checks us, and there's nothing wrong, or they can't find anything wrong, and we go home and we worry and we fret. Well, one thing that you know, in my work as a mental health therapist and as an energy worker, a lot of times, you know, um, I'll just say, I mean, it's basically in every cell we have in our body, we have the memory of our ancestors. That's 
it comes through the egg and the sperm. That's huge. Absolutely. I agree. Yes. And so we have part of our uh, father's ancestral, you know, everything, food, food we like, sounds we like, where we want to live in the mountains, by the ocean, all those kinds of things from mom and dad. We also have their traumas, their memory of traumas, of illnesses, of joys, of births, of death, everything. We have a little piece of them within us. So sometimes the emotional pain we have or even the physical pain is not ours. And the soul detective work and your work, uh, I don't know, you know, what your energy healing work, we can, home, you know, tune into that and let that go. And sometimes, you know, that ancestor needs healing. So we help that ancestor heal so they can go on. So it's not bothering the uh, ancestral line anymore because it's so touching to me that you said that because when you are open to receive healing and you are ready to let your baggage, and that can be whatever, go, what you don't realize is that you can be, you can kind of stand in the gap and because all time is now, you mm-hmm. heal everything in the past and everything in the future. That means your grandchildren don't have to go through some of the hell you went through. Maybe they don't have to get arthritis. Maybe they don't have to die from cancer. Maybe they don't have to get diabetes or suffer from depression or a difficult childbirth. They're on and on and on. There's billions of applications of this. Or struggle with, you know, compulsive or obsessive thoughts or certain kinds of drinking. It is so brave, and I'm speaking to the audience, more than you know. And if you are stubborn and you decide that you want to have it and that you are going to be completely free to walk fully in who you are and choose to have a life of bliss and ease and joy and glory, which is possible when you raise your vibration and you get rid of your stuff. And Janet finds joy, and, and, and there's few high-level healers. Janet is amazing. You need to call her. You need to go to her website. You need to get her books, and we'll talk about her new book in a minute, because there are not a lot of women or men that do this kind of work and get it. And I talk a lot about, well, it's funny, I used to work when I was really young, Janet and Cream. I used to work for the heart transplant team, and one of the reasons I will never, ever, ever be an organ donor is because of this principle that we're talking about. Because mm. I watch people wake up, different people. That <laughs> is medical fact. They don't like to tell you about it, but there have been studies done. And you talk to any heart transplant surgeon, and they will admit it. You might have to corner them. You might have to buy them a couple drinks. But they or nurses that work in the cardiac unit and the recovery unit. But I have seen it time and time and time again. You know, I've seen it, you know, young people with old hearts and middle-aged people with young hearts and all different ways. It doesn't matter. They always end up, some people woke up and they never played the piano in their life, Janet. This is, I'm not making this stuff up. And they went and they started playing the piano like a concert pianist. And then they found out, you know, that the person whose heart they got was an accomplished pianist. Isn't that amazing? That's like crazy stuff, though. It is amazing. I mean, the stories are amazing. 
you know, people wake up with different food preferences and, and just all kinds of, you know, drinking, uh, you know, like, so I, I want a beer. Well, you want a what? I want a beer. But you don't drink beer. I do now. <laughs> and uh, just all kinds of things like that uh, are experienced after organ transplant. They sure are. They sure are. And um, that's such an amazing field of study, such an amazing field. And, you know, live donors, lots of, there are live donors. And that live donor goes through things when they release that organ as well. And we forget about mm. that. We forget mm. about that side of it. That yeah. that person has to be soothed. And that organ has to be ready to go. You know, if you prepare the live organ to go and the donor to give it, then the odds of that transplanted organ thriving in the other body go way up. It's an amazing wow. Yeah. I think more studies should be done in that and that they should open up some of that to the people that really understand more what's going on than just the medical technicality of hooking up the plumbing, you know, to the heart and all that, you know, or the liver or whatever you're transplanting because that is just, wow, that's just a whole nother, absolutely a whole nother conversation. Boy, we really got off on some deep stuff, yeah. you guys. We're we probably we like <laughs> out now. <laughs> like, okay, this we can just chit chat. That's fine. We're gonna go now. Why don't we talk a little bit about? Is your new book out now, Janet? Oh, I wish. Is it I wish. I oh, wish. Okay. It's hung up in the uh, in the process, and it'll be out soon. I expected it out a couple of months ago, and but we're still hung up. But um, it will be out. When it gets out, but it's called Nurturing Wellness Through Radical Self-Care. And um, it's a book for everybody. It's, a, it's technically a self-help book, but it, um, it particularly sings to people who have chronic stress or chronic illness or are caretakers. I think that group of people will, will really, caregivers, I should say, uh, will really relate to the content of the book. But... It's also a beautiful book for people who just want to grow emotionally and spiritually. Um, so it, it uses mindfulness, energy psychology, mm-hmm. meditation, and affirmation at, to create a, a mindfulness stress reduction program. And uh, like I said, it can be preventive or it can be healing. I, I'm really excited about it and um uh, I, it's, it's out with some readers right now, and I'm getting feedback, and it's um, it's exciting. It sounds wonderful. Her first book is wonderful. So why don't you give us some of your information, how people can get a hold of you if they'd like to get in touch with you, Janet? Okay. Um, my um, uh, email address is very easy, Janet Nestor, N-E-S. T-O-R at gmail.com and my uh, blog which is also my website right now is mindfulpathways.com and uh, it's uh, it's a multitasking site but on there are uh, three or four recorded meditations 
that you can download. They're just GIFs um, and um, and use them. Uh, two of them, well, three of them, I guess, are mindful meditations. The other one compi- combines a guided imagery with breathing, and um, I recommend them to everybody. And if if I what I the feedback that I have from my office and people who use them. Um, the one that concentrates on breathing uh, is mm. especially good with people for people who have a really busy mind and find it very difficult to meditate. Those mm. people love that meditation for some reason. Uh, I think it's the gap breathing. It uses a gap breathing technique, and for whatever reason, uh, people with really busy minds really respond to that. So I welcome people to come and download those meditations. Um, the Pathways book is available there and on Amazon and um, a lot of good reading material. Uh, Kim's blog, <laughs> uh, is uh, Kim's post on mindfulness is on there along with uh, several other guest posts and um, just a lot of uh, good mindful, uh, positive thoughts, self-worth, compassion kind of articles. So, I welcome you there to the blog. Um, oh, and I would suggest that everyone go there and download some of your meditations, even if they're not going to meditate, and I'll tell you why. Because, like we've talked about and like I harp on, it's vibration, vibration, vibration. So by listening to this show, whether you're listening to the archives, whether you're listening to it live, or whether you give it to someone else to listen to, whether you're actively listening to it or passively listening to it, you, because of how Janet and I vibrate, and especially when we're on a show together, you will raise your vibration and have a little bit of healing. And so when, if you would like just to listen to Janet's voice, whether Janet, I'm going to brag on Janet, but Janet has an extremely high vibrational healing energy that she carries in her voice, and you can feel it. And that's why that meditation, instantly I could feel the energy so up in my body, my vibration going up, I instantly relax. And I had kind of a weird, crazy day. But Janet can take me to that place because of the vibration of her voice and how high her energy body and her physical body and every her whole being vibrates super, super high. So even if you aren't interested, I'm sorry, I'm twisting your meditation, Janet. <laughs> even if you're not interested in meditating, just download it. And when you feel stressed or if you're having a rough day, just, just listen to her voice for a couple minutes because it, it will take you to that place whether you're doing whatever she's telling you to do. I'm a rebel. I can't help it. <laughs> or not. It will still be beneficial and healing for you. So that's something I'm just suggesting they put in their tool chest to have if they need it. And I would probably listen to my shows because they're kind of long and rambling sometimes over and over. But even so, and, or, you know, some of the shows I know Janet's been on other, um, maybe some telesummits and some other shows, but sometimes if you find a healer that you resonate with uh, and you can't afford to buy their clearings or their packages, one way to get some of that healing is to take advantage of, like, you know, Janet has the free sample meditations or even to listen to pieces of their show because that will, because of the law of resonance, you will begin to raise closer to their vibration if you're a lower vibration. I know Janet knows all about no, I mean, that. That, that is absolutely true. And even if you go to sleep, it's still beneficial. So I think we might have a caller. I was just going to throw cream under the bus. Dang it! Okay. I need to do that. I'll wait. I'll wait to throw cream under the bus. Uh, you were out there. You just like throw me under the bus. 
I know it's so much fun. Area code two two nine, you're on the air. Do you have a question for one of us? Um, I was trying to find out how is will money ever flow good for me? Could you I, tell us your first name and where you're calling from? Tessa. Okay. Janet, you wanna take that? I I I I can't for whatever reason I, I can't I can't hear what she's fully saying. What is your name? I was wanting to know what money um get back. Kim, I for whatever reason I, I I'm not really hearing what she's yeah, saying. I think she's I think she's going in and out. I think she said her name was Tessa and she'd like to know yes. I'm sorry if I mutilated your name. And she'd like to know if well, the energy's getting dicey because we've amped it up, so we're gonna I'm sorry, but when you have this kind of show and you have two powerhouses on, then sometimes the connections start to break up. So, everyone, this is not uncommon. Get them laughing hysterically. And then, again, sometimes when people need healing, it's prevented for whatever reason. But that's a whole other show. So, Tessa said she would like to know if money will ever, is that the word you use, Tessa, flow freely? Yes. I think that's how she put it. That's how she put it. Money flows freely for her? Yes. Um, are you asking me intuitively or are you just asking me to talk about flow? I am asking you intuitively because I can. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. Let me tune in. And it's Tessa, right? Yes. Well, Tessa, do you, do you want me to be honest? Yes. Okay. I don't think you feel like you deserve financial mm. um, solidarity. Mm. And until you work on that, uh, I don't deserve negativity. It's going to be really, really hard for affluence of any mm-hmm. kind to flow to you. That's what I'm hearing, and I, I'm sorry to say that, um, but until you feel as though you deserve it, really 100% embrace the deservedness and your self-worth, it's really going to be hard for you to be have the financial security that you want and deserve because you mm-hmm. do deserve it. We all deserve it. Um, and Tessa, can I piggyback a little on what Janet said as soon as you started talking? Mm-hmm. This uh-huh. is unusual. This is unusual. I'm clear audience. I don't think I have ever heard this, so you need to listen because this could be one of those life-changing moments for you if you really get what we're saying. I actually, they actually spoke to me in a repeated loop, which I have never heard about anyone, so this is huge. In your repeated loop is, I am not worthy, I am not worthy, I am not worthy, I am not worthy. I have never heard that given to me about anyone. And I feel your pain and your wounds, and I particularly feel, I feel like there's close ones, but I feel like there's, some childhood issues that are unhealed and really raw, raw open wounds in you. And until mm-hmm. you get rid of that, sweetheart, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, just, and I'm an empath, so I'm feeling your pain right now, and you are so beautiful, and you are so worthy. And it's making mm-hmm. me emotional because you are truly a beautiful, beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. I second that. I really want you to hear that. 
You're a very sensitive soul. So you're impacted so deeply by Mm. other people's actions and their words. Right. And that's part of the issue. You take those words and those criticisms and the negativity that they may be speaking and you own them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're, they they don't have anything to do with who you are. I mean, those beliefs are negative things that you're hearing, and they don't define you at all. Not at all. You're a mm-hmm. sensitive spirit with so many gifts. Mm-hmm. So. I just wanted to say And that. a very loving, you're a very loving person. And when a mm-hmm. very um, sensitive, loving person is wounded, the wound, we all have different personalities that we're given and we're blessed with. And when we need everybody's different personalities. But for your type of personality, um, when you're wounded, you're you're very deeply wounded and then you tend to shut down. And this is where I really see, I can tie it back into your money flow. Because shut down and flow are complete opposites. So Mm -hmm. you have to be willing to open up those areas, seek healing, however that is, whether it's a healer or whether it's um, you're too sensitive, you need something more, you need energy work, whether it's clearing meditations or tapes or or even, you know, downloading Janet samples and even just starting with that. But to Mm -hmm. open up those areas, And Janet, I think, said something about the dark shadow. I'm not sure how you put that, Janet. But until you work on those places that you've shut down and you've kind of numbed out, there's no way money's going to flow. Now, at the same point, the way I teach, I don't know how Janet believes totally in her practice, but the beautiful, beautiful thing is it doesn't have to be difficult and it doesn't have to take years. Healing, as she kind of was sharing, I don't know how long of a show you were listening to, healing can be instantaneous. Deliverance and transformation can happen in a second or a minute or a day or a session. It doesn't have to be years. So there's all the hope in the world, and money is just energy. But you have so many self-limiting beliefs in so many areas that it's going to be difficult to get to the money. You're going to kind of have to back up and walk the basic, and the basic is self-love or Mm -hmm. self-hatred. And I I really want you to hear what she said because it may be one of the most important words she said. Money is energy. Mm -hmm. Just like our words are energy or Mm -hmm. food is energy or paper Mm -hmm. is energy or the chair you're sitting on is energy, money is energy. It vibrates to a frequency. Mm -hmm. And, And it's necessary to welcome that frequency into your energy field. And you are admitting a lot of the, the reason I can read who you are is because I can I am very very highly attuned to each individual frequency in every environment and there's no limitation I can go anywhere in the world anywhere in the universe and read frequencies because I have that gift and ability and I've developed it to a high level and you are admitting such a combination of frequencies in order to have money at the level that most of us truly desire to have which is mm-hmm. when we don't even have to think about it. We don't even have to say the word money because we have so much of it. And true wealth is not money, but that's another show, obviously. I think a lot of us know that if we think about it. 
actually most of us don't want money. For example, I desire large amounts of money because I desire money for my freedom. I actually desire freedom more than money, but money is just a step. So most of us, money is a step to something else, um, whatever that may be. For some of us, it might be money is a step to go to college. But the true secret of having wealth is you have to be the frequency of money. To do that, I'm going to go back to the beginning of the show. You have to have a clear mind. You have to be able to choose what frequencies you're admitting and you're allowing to flow through you, which Janet kind of touched on also. And to do that, you have to have all that programming done, including the subconscious vibrations from the ancestors. I mean, we all brought up with different, you've probably heard other speakers talk about this, you know, I mean, you have to work hard for money. That's BS. Who says? That, that is a conditioned, programmed belief. That will keep you from having money, mm-hmm. as an example. Mm-hmm. Did that answer your question? We got, <laughs> we got way off on that one. We got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's absolutely possible, but, but your issue is not money. Money is kind of the outer, money is the symptom of a, of a lot of sweet, sweet healing that needs to happen. Does that resonate, what we said with you? Yes. Good. Good. And remember, too, because I don't know why people need to say this, anger is an energy, anxiety Mm. is an energy, depression Mm. is an energy, trauma Mm. is an energy. It's all energy. And you can, energy changes with the, you know, a click of the finger, but it, um, but it, it, believing that it can, have to believe that it can. Okay. And I'm gonna say something a little controversial right now. Don't yell at me. <laughs> you do have to be willing to be all energies. The only way you can ever learn how to be, how to perceive how to receive and how to know, which are much higher than the mind and emotions. The mind and emotions are the lower vibrations of consciousness and of awareness. The only way you can do that. So you've got the negative stuff down. This is my challenge to you. Let's work on the positive. Let's, okay. you, you, can, you know how to be depression. You know how to be woundedness. You know how to be brokenness. But there's a point where it's kind of like the phoenix and the ashes thing where you need to be like, okay, I've got these, this negative stuff down. Now I'm going to get the positive stuff down. Because you do not have to be depressed. And if you do get depressed, it can be a flicker of an emotion, an hour, not a day, not a week, not a year, not three months. It can be a second. You can allow that depression to wash through you. But it's learning how to be all energies. And for some reason you're just shut off because you feel you're unworthy and you don't deserve all those positive energies. So you've shut yourself off from that. And you are so worthy. And isn't it about time that you welcome those positive energies into your life? And, I mean, I'm sure you want to be joyful. And money is the least, is the least of joy, in my opinion. Money, if you are joyful and you raise your vibration and you vibrate at a high frequency and you welcome all those other energies, honey, you won't be able to spend all the money that comes to you. And it won't come to you one way. It will come to you many ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I give a little give a little hearing tip about depression? 
and I, I, I think this is for you, but it's for other people too. The energetic definition of depression is really stagnant energy. Yep. And so energy is supposed to enter your body through your feet, flow up your body, out your head, and flow through your crown, down your body, and out your feet. Well, what happens is when you're depressed, energy stagnates low in your body. Mm. So that's why we feel we have to drag our feet and we're moving slowly because we feel really heavy and lethargic. It's because the energy is pulling. And so what you have to do is get that energy center at the, on the bottom of your feet right at the base of that pad of your foot. There's a little center. It's your foot chakra. And you want that. It has to be open to flow that energy. So movement actually helps with depression because you're moving that energy. Just going to stand in the in your bare feet in the grass is mm-hmm. great. Walking is great because you're massaging your feet. Just taking your hand and tapping on the bottom of your foot helps get that energy flowing. As long as that energy is stagnated, you're going to feel depressed. So you want to get it flowing. Even chewing gum can start moving that. Even chewing gum or having a reflexology treatment, kind of like where Janet, or a massage, even if you can't move yourself, if having somebody else move your tissues and massage your tissues and get that blood going. Um, And like I said, even chewing gum, chewing gum, if you can't take a walk yet, start chewing gum. I'm not even a gum chewer, but sometimes I'll chew gum when I feel a little down. Trying to get that serotonin going around in the brain. So, mm-hmm. well, thank you so much for calling. We didn't mean to like bombard you with like three classes on energy healing, <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Blessings, so, sweetie. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Bye, hun. Janet, <laughs> we have another caller I'm going to take, and okay. it is area code 773. Do you have a comment or question for Janet or I? Hello? Hello? Uh-oh. We might have to go with Kareem. Okay. <laughs> we might have to throw Kareem under the bus. I'll check back in with them in a minute. Um, okay. Do you have any questions for Janet? As you can tell, I think you know by now, Kareem, if you've been listening, Janet is like, a high-level healer. So take advantage of these seconds for a minute. If you don't, if you don't put you saying that, Kim, I'm going to get a little egotistical. <laughs> oh, I want hey, you to um, because you are yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I adore Janet. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling is mutual. The Aww. feeling is mutual. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Cream. Um, questions. Um, that's hard for me. I don't really like asking questions or like, you know, listening and producing results, but uh, hmm. Oh, Kareem, I know you. Your question. <laughs> yeah, ask <laughs> me something about you. Um, I feel like okay. I, I'll go back and backstory. Um, you know, I've been trying.
trying to, um, or not trying, I'm not, I've been actually, you know, keeping myself up in spirits and, and in energy. So, you know, right now I'm at a point where I'm accepting a lot of people where I, I suppose I used to cut them out or shut them out before, and, I, and I'm and i exercising mm-hmm. the option to keep them in or to leave them. And that's going for business, personal, social life, and everything with it. So I'm becoming unlimited, but I'm noticing there are a lot of people that are trying to, you know, I don't know if it's trying to manipulate or trying to take advantage or whatever, but I'm starting to see a lot of people with ulterior motives coming around me. Mm. And I don't know if that's normal or how do I combat that as soon as I get to know them. But, you know, I don't really want to, you know, make people feel bad because I know that that comes back to you. But how do I, because I'm I'm a very, I'm an Aries and I'm a fire sign, so, you know, I could get very feisty and I could get Mm -hmm. real sharp tongue. So I'm trying to, you know, learn how to calm that down and, you know, move forward because the business that I'm 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 in is, is dealing with people so you gotta learn how to actually sugarcoat things so any help? Help you shut something down? Help you I'm not sure I, I mean as far as interpret like, what's going on energetically kind of I think. Yeah, like as soon as I meet somebody I'll before I used to be able to to meet somebody and from looking at them, I could tell what you know if they're good or not, or should I be around this person? But now I'm like, okay, I don't want to place judgment on them before I get to know them, but I still mm-hmm. want to have that instantaneous, you know, classification. Do I need this person in my life? So, is there a way that I can channel that back? Like the the intuitiveness of knowing if this person is is um, good for me or or not from meeting them. Well, what what I'm hearing is that you are a very intuitive person. Mm. So if you meet someone and a warning bell goes off in your head and says, "Whoa, this person is not good for me," I suggest you listen to it. Okay. Just listen to your intuition. Your intuition is telling you. And if your intuition is saying this person is manipulating me, believe it. That's not a thought that just comes into your head automatically. You know, you don't meet someone and sit down and have dinner with them or watch TV with them or whatever and start thinking, wow, this person is manipulating me. If you have that thought, it's probably the truth, so honor it. I, I think it's very important to honor your intuition. Always honor your intuition. And even though it may feel mean to say, mm. you know, when the next time they call to say, um, you know, I really have something to do this evening, I'm not going to be able to do that with you tonight. Thanks for the invitation. That's not mean. That's okay. self love. That's just self love. You're taking care of you, and you are important. I mean, that's that's how I see what you're saying, and I'm sure Kim has some input there, too. <laughs> Kim is so I good. I know she does. 
guys. Well, I it, I'm, it's so funny. I'm going to piggyback on what Janet said and what we were talking about earlier to Tessa was, remember I said you need to know how to be all energies, which means mm-hmm. ugh, this is like a controversial topic, but you need, and I mean all energies, and unfortunately, my life's taken me some really dark places, and I've been most energies or exposed to most energies. How can you have empathy for someone who's been severely depressed if you've never been severely depressed? And even if you haven't been severely depressed, even if you can embrace that energy for five seconds, then you get that vibration. You can recognize that vibration. Now, intuitives that are gifted don't always need to experience everything because it's, it's just an ability that they're given. We all have different abilities and different strengths and different areas of intuition. But I would say that allow yourself to continue to be all energies, like Janet said, so you can be sharply intuitive. So if you sense that someone has the vibration of a taking advantage vibration, whatever there is, there's a vibration for everything, um, then trust that. They're putting off that vibration. They're putting off that vibration. I'm going to take advantage of you. So read that. But then because you know that, Kareem, because you're intuitive and you can read that vibration, you can decide, as Janet said, what to do with it. So just because mm-hmm. they present you with a business opportunity or present you with a romantic opportunity or a friendship opportunity or whatever it is or want to come into your life, by no means does it mean you have to allow them to. It doesn't mean you're evil. It doesn't mean you're cruel. And as Janet said, because you're fully aware of who they are, you can fully decide in self-love how to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And, gotcha. and on the intuitive side, um, just like Kim, you're a bit of an empath. So, I mean, Kim's more than a bit of an empath. I didn't mean it like that. Um, <laughs> I'll just clarify that. But you are a bit of an empath, Chris. So, when you are around somebody for a length of time, you're picking up on their pain and you're picking up their wants and their needs. And you feel a. a um, I drive to try to fill that want and try to fill that need because you're a nice person. But sometimes those wants and needs aren't yours to fill. And you have to let them find that opportunity or that relationship or whatever somewhere else. Wow. And um, so I think that happens to you a lot. You feel other people's pain and then you try to heal it. And that's not your job. Sometimes it's our job to be a friend, but we cannot carry someone else's pain for them because we have enough of our own. So we can lead them to someone who can help them, or we can listen, or we can walk beside them, but it's not our job to carry. And so um, that that need of yours to over help, um, I think once you let go of that need, you're going to find that so many of those people drop out of your life. They're not going to be there anymore, and you're not going to have to tell them to go away. They're just not going to come around. So I just wow. wanted 
Did I get that? That was really accurate. I wasn't putting picking. Well, I picked up on that piece about him before, but that's a hard lesson that I finally, I think, almost have learned is that I get, well, now I'm a little different than you, but I get totally sucked up into the situation and the person to where I become all the energies and it's just crazy stuff. And then I feel like I, of course, because I can become what they are, I feel like I have to fix it because I sure as heck don't want to feel like that, you know. So I think there's a piece of that, as Janet kind of referred to, that you have. I don't think you get, like, swallowed like I do because I'm not sure it's your channel, but I think you do get sucked in a little bit to where you find yourself in situations where you're not comfortable and then you want to balance the energies. And as Janet said, that's not your job. Your job is to choose the energies every 10 seconds that are the highest good for what you want to create in your reality. That's your job. Whether it's people energies, animal energies, car energies, job energies, whatever. Whatever. Like Janet said, everything's energy. You know, but it's your job. And that's the pleasure of this physical reality. Everyone's like, oh, the physical reality. The playground. That's the playful part is we can choose where we go on vacation. We can choose who our romantic partners are and our friends are and who we spend our free time with. We can choose the colors we paint our walls and the music we listen to and the houses we buy. What, what a privilege. What a delight. Yeah, yeah it is. You know? Mm-hmm. It's funny it's that uh, you guys said that because I was actually saying, you know, I seen, I, I was talking to somebody that I just met and I noticed that they were actually trying to, because I'm so helpful, that, you know, they was trying to put their problems onto me, and I had to check her. And I was like, you know, um, I'm helping you and not even really asking you for anything. I'm just talking to you and, you know, enjoying your company, getting to know you, but it seems like I'm taking on your problems and making them mine, mm-hmm. and I can't be doing that because I have my mm-hmm. own problems that i got to take care of. So, you know, when I did that, um, the person, they actually backed off a little bit, and then they came back again talking, but it's not with problems. Now they're talking, you know, some business. So I'm like, okay, I know now I have the controls and I'm going to keep it in business, but when they get personal, I'm like, okay, I can't help you with that. Because, like mm-hmm. I said, this is personal and this is business. So that was, I found that really interesting that you did say that. Mm-hmm. But Good your words you. are very wise. Mm-hmm. Very wise words. I'm going to try our caller in a minute, but I'm going to take my own little piece of Janet now. I'm going to ask a question. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, Janet, here you go. All right. So I'm at, I have, and I realize this, I realize that not all opportunities are possibilities. Some are distractions. But I have so many opportunities in my life, and because I've been super, super blessed with a lot of different abilities, and I think you know what I'm talking about, mostly, Janet. I'm not quite sure what direction to go in. Do you think it's important that I know career-wise? Like, do you think I need to narrow what I'm focusing on, or do you think it's okay to kind of be as scattered as I am now and to be trying all opportunities? You know, I I don't know this is happening to me again, and I don't know why. I, your words were garbled. I I don't know all of what you said. Did you say d- distinguish the opportunities 
and which ones are beneficial for me or which ones are distractions? Kind of, kind of not. I said, and again, this has to do with energy blowout, I think. So, I, yeah, um, that's what's happening here. I know. I can tell by how the lines sound, um, especially mm-hmm. when you and I talk. Have you noticed it's worse? <laughs> yeah, I you and I are directly trying to communicate, and I'm trying to kind of calm that energy but of the phone lines. But do you think I need to focus on a couple areas in my career, and could you pick up on what those are, or do you think it's okay that I, I'm kind of sampling a lot of different opportunities for my career right now? Okay, I got you now. Um, okay. You are a person who's going to get bored if you don't have <laughs> new opportunities. Okay? And that's just a fact. So Hold on a minute. High-level intuitive people, high-level intuitive. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so new things are actually stimulating for you, and they keep you renewed so that you can do the old things. If you didn't have, if you didn't have some new things, you would get so poor, so bored that you would want to give up the old things. So actually, new opportunities are sort of like renewal for you. But if you, but you don't need ten at once. Okay. So if you have one, maybe, or two, if they're not too demanding for you then that's good, but beyond that, it becomes distraction. Because mm-hmm. you have so many wonderful talents. I mean, a lot of them. And mm-hmm. it would be really sad if those got buried in too much new stuff. Okay. Does that make, do, am, am I on target? I mean, are you? are we connecting there? We we are on target, and I feel like I, I have enough high guidance that they tend to, I start to kind of wander off and ramble, and they tend to kind of, like, pull me back in real gently, but they kind of take me, like, I start to go off to the left, and they kind of circle me back like a sheepdog, you know? I kind of sheepdog guy, you know? So they kind of keep me in that. In you, that. Have, you have such a powerful spiritual family, you really truly mm. do, that they're not going to let you get too off target. But I think, I mean, I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes an, an, an opportunity will come that just is so exciting, but it's mm. going to be so time-consuming. And they're saying, yes, doesn't that look like fun? Boy, that looks like fun. Your spiritual family is saying that to you, and you know. But then they're also saying, hey, yeah, but, you know, remember we asked you to do this? and we ask you to do that, we really need you to do them. So if you can, you know, if there's enough hours in the day, you know, to take on a little bit of that thing is so exciting, you know, pick an element of it that really makes you happy, but we really need you to do the things that we ask you to. And uh, you're asked to do a lot. You really are yeah. asked to do a tremendous amount by your spiritual family. Uh, yes, much- I am. Yes, More than most people could ever manage, actually. But you know what the beauty of it is? I am so blessed to be equipped because, I, and you are too, Janet, 
because I've done the work, you can have that energy at the end of the day to do one more thing or one more thing or one more thing or take that last call. I wish everyone's like, you have to live this way, you know, where you're tired and when you're unmotivated and when you drag and when you're buried and, and oh, damn it. I just, I just want to hand over. I'm like, could you guys just come into my body for one day? Because you really can't have a quiet, people are like, no, thank you. You can have a quiet mind and you can have a state of bliss more than like, on your wedding day, or when you have a baby, or when you fall in love, or when you win the lottery. That's not bliss. You can have that constant high-level bliss. And I am super blessed. And one thing I say about my spiritual guidance is it's 100% accurate, 100% of the time, and it's super high level. So I am so blessed. But not to say that everyone listening can have that same experience. Does it magically happen? No. You have to sign up. (laughs) And sometimes there's some hard roads, like we were showing with Tesla. The work is kind of painful, is it not, Santa, sometimes? I mean, it's sometimes not all, work, you know. Yeah, sometimes the work, is ex- the work is extremely painful. You know, sometimes we're asked to clear something for ourselves that we don't mm. want to clear. But they're saying, okay, you're moving to a higher level here you're moving to a higher frequency, and we can't take you there. We can't get you there. Can't guide you there until that is gone out of your body. And that is you know, so key. And body work. And this is why I love Janet so much. And I, Janet, I do. I adore you. And I know you were drawn to me so that I can share you with listeners, so I can share you with people, and to affirm what both of us do. Because Janet. It's it. It's not just the energy body. Janet integrates the energy bodies with the physical body. And a lot of the most amazing things can happen when you're actually working through the physical or close to the physical body with different modalities, different energy techniques. A lot of that is the quickest way. It seems like the most basic and simplistic, but it's actually some of the quickest way to dump that emotional mental, spiritual programming. It's through the physical body. Because the emotion is caught in there. You know, you can go, I mean, I'm a talk therapist, too. I'm a cognitive therapist. But I tell people when they come to my office, I said, well, you know, we can talk about this for six months. Or you, you. <laughs> Or we can get down to business and use energy psychology <laughs> or energy healing and, you know, cut your therapy in half or more. Sometimes it's, you know, three or four appointments and you're telling people, gosh, that was quick. You know, if you need me, call me. You have my number, you have my email. (laughs) And, you know, but it's so much easier sometimes to to do the energy healing because that trauma has to leave your organs. It has to leave your cells. And talk therapy cannot do that. It just can't do that. It, it can't it, do it that. Can. It, it can't. And one thing, I don't know, we were talking about, uh, I forget on another show, I think, is that all physical disease is just another vibration, and it has to do with the stress and the 
negative emotions, as Janet was saying, and even that meditation kind of addressed a little piece of that that she talked about. But you're, and this is my naturopathic doctor background, but your cells, every seven years, every cell in your body, every organ in your body is new. So why do we age? Why are we sicker? Why are we tired? Why do we have these new diseases? Because we don't do the work. And mm-hmm. are we ever going to be 100% perfect? No. Yeah, we can dump all the ancestral things. We can have, I'm pretty clean, but we pick up things every day. We have, and Crane alluded to this, we, we have encounters with negative people or negative energies. We still, Janet, do you and I not still, we still have to do the work, right? We still have to do the work. There is not one day ever, unless I'm just so sick of it, like I'm sick of the dog, you know, and even then, <laughs> There's not a day that goes by that I don't do energy work for myself. I go to sleep doing energy work for myself. I wake up mm-hmm. doing, doing energy work for myself. I sit down, I use the tuning forks. I sit down and I um, use the universal frequencies. I'm always doing something mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we. it's not because, um, it's just because that energy has to move. We have to keep it moving. And I don't care who we are. You know, I don't, or, you know, where we are in our evolution, things still impact us, you know. If we, if something happens in our life that is just really sad, the gift that we have is that we know how to move that sadness through. And anybody can do, anybody can do that, you know. Anybody can do that. If we're taught, we're not taught how to do that. I think it, I think it takes a little a little teaching, a little sharing of how to do it that. It does take a little. A little mm-hmm. It does. In in our culture, um, we don't grow up with um, a lot of help, a lot of support for our intuition. We don't grow up with a mm-hmm. lot of support for, um, you know, any natural healing abilities that we have just because our culture mm-hmm. The primary culture really doesn't support that. You know, children are born with incredible institution, intuition and mm-hmm. incredible em- empathetic and telepathic skills. So we laugh at our kids and we, you know, go, oh, you don't know how to, you know. And we don't support them. But, you know, if a kid says, hey, mommy, my granddaughter said one day we were, you know, she was about four and we were putting her, her to bed and, my daughter is very intuitive herself, and we were just talking, and she says, Mommy, I remember being in the water in your tummy. Boom. Wow. What did you say? Wow. <laughs> what did you say, Lucy? And, uh, and we didn't laugh at her. We said, Lucy, do you really? What do you remember? But when our kids say that shocking thing, you know, we need to listen because we're all wired, you know, God wouldn't, uh, you know, uh, bring us into the world without the ability to phone home. <laughs> and so we all have that ability to phone home. And we all have that ability mm. to um, interact with each other. We're energetic bodies. We vibrate with a frequency. We can feel that. We just have to learn to recognize it. I get started. I apologize. No, it's funny because Janet was saying we have to do the work and 
you know, that she that she's doing energy work all the time. But I will put a little bit of a disclaimer, and I'm the same way. Shannon and I kind of get off on that. So we're really blessed to have kind of an addiction to something that's really, really good for us. Right, Shannon? <laughs> Maybe we need therapy. <laughs> Maybe we do. Kareem, can you be our therapist? <laughs> I said, we need you to be our therapist. We're addicted to energy work. That's <laughs> a good thing to be addicted to, though. It is. is. And, Janet, once you feel, oh, my goodness, I just wish I could share, like I said, just for, and I'm able to with my clients, and I don't know, Kareem, you have experienced this a little bit, but I am able to be that space, and usually that's how I get such transformational results with my clients, is I do, I'm blessed with that ability that I can kind of hold that space and give them that, I call it, I can crack open a window, and I can put you there for a real limited amount of time, you're going to fall back to earth a little bit but at least you sense the possibility of living mm-hmm. in a totally, oh, Janet, you know, it makes me so excited, different vibration, and that just throws me. I love, my, I know you do too, Janet, I love my job because I can facilitate miraculous transformations and what I love, and Janet does too, it's not just in people's minds and emotions and bodies, but and Janet was talking about the spiritual plane. How amazing mm-hmm. is that? And we can facilitate changes in your physical plane when you help do the work. And it's just such a blessing. It's such, we are so privileged to be gifted, to be able to be your facilitators. And I know Janet doesn't take it lightly. I think we have a, another caller. Hold on one second. All right. It's like some weird disguise number, area code 111. I don't even think there is an area code 111. Do you have a question or comment for us? Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you this evening? I'm good, and you? Good. Could I have your first name and where you're calling from? Alexa, and I'm calling from New York City. Okay. Okay. Yeah, um, I have a question. Um, about um, how can I heal, like, through my school. I cannot say it. Um, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, just say all right. it. It's all right. You're among friends. It's all right. Well, I want to know how I can heal, like, my mother's state of mind. Your mother's mm-hmm. state of mind? No, mental. Like, cause I think a lot of stuff like that. So I wanted to know if you have any. Um, techniques or anything I can do. I I I am I don't know why I cannot understand questions. I cannot understand them. I I I don't know if it's the phone connection or if it's the energy or what. No, it's the energy. Me? It's frying out the. It's it's. I can tell it's frying out the lines. Basically, and I don't know, I had a hard time hearing her too. Maybe Kareem can translate for us. Did you say, are you having a mental, a kind of a mental issue with your mind? Is that what you said? No. You heard it. Um, okay. Go ahead. Tell us, tell us well, again because on an energy call this happens, the lines are kind of, they break up. I do. We, and... It, that's just that's a, um, a risk of the trade. 
ahead. I was wondering, like, how I can, if there's any techniques or anything I can do to heal, like, when something's wrong emotionally or mentally with me. Oh, okay. Yes, there's so much you can do. Do you want me, Kim, or do you want to go first? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I, I mean, because I just want to talk forever if someone doesn't shut me off, okay? No, we like you to talk. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, yes, I, I, I promise you, I am telling you the 100%, 1,000% of the truth. In all emotional healing, and I do mean all emotional healing, is tied to your thoughts. Because oh. mm. every thought is energy. Every thought mm. is energy. And mm. when when you're anxious, depressed, sad, whatever, mm-hmm. disappointed, whatever is going on in your life, and if you want me to look, I will, but I'm just talking generically right now. The average human being only has about 30% positive thoughts. At, at least 70% is negative. Well, you no. have 70%. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's research. So if you have 70% or above positive thought, I mean, negative thought, you're going to be anxious, depressed, disappointed, disillusioned. <laughs> you name it, it's going, you're going to own it. But if you start to monitor your thoughts and learn to catch the negative thoughts, your life is going to change. You're not, go- you're not going to be asking, how do I ha- heal my emotions? You're going to do it yourself or a lot of it yourself. We all need help. I mean, I have friends that I go, hey, you know, can you help me through this? I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, we're human beings. We all need support. But... The bulk of that is on you. So catching your negative thoughts is not easy to do because we have, you know, thousands of them a day. But you're going to learn, once you start to listen for your negative thoughts, you're going to start catching them. So maybe the first day you listen, you'll catch two. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's two opportunities to change the neural pathways, and to, you know, you've got to make pathways in there, and your brain is used to thinking negatively. So there's lots of neurons firing it for you know for negative stimulus. So you start. You say you think you say, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to get this done, and you catch that thought. You go, okay, that's a negative thought. Let's change it. I'm fully yeah. capable, and I can do this task. Mm-hmm. Even when, even if you think you can't, you give yourself that message. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And I know that this sounds very simplistic, but this is a mindfulness tool, and I am telling you, it works. I've watched people with terrible depression learn how to do this and change their lives. It works. Mm-hmm. It really works. And um, it's not, you know, it's not as easy as taking Zoloft or taking, um, 
you know, Xanax or something. But it's a part, even if you need medication, you can still do this. And it's so easy. And another thing that's absolutely free and is a mindfulness-based stress reduction tool is smiling. There are tubs of research on smiling. Smiling extends our life. Smiling creates a higher chance of a positive marriage. Smiling Uh is very powerful. And so if you're using it as a mindfulness tool, you smile yourself. You need to smile to yourself. And you listen and watch what happens to your body. You'll notice the muscles in your neck starting to relax, the muscles in your face starting to relax, and it all happens because you smiled. Uh And I know that these things sound sort of like this lady is losing her mind, but I'm saying (laughs) those are very powerful free tools. And if you want me to look deeper, I will, but... I just needed. I wanted to give you those things because, in the in, with a thought, you have the power to change your life one thought at a time. Mm-hmm. You can create anything you want for yourself with your thoughts. Thoughts are that powerful. Okay. Yeah. Can I do a couple things, Janet? But for if you're going to go a little deeper, I don't know if you are or not with her, but. Um, What I like about what Janet just said is she gave you two very simple, practical, kind of tangible tools that you can use, and I absolutely agree with both of those. I'm going to say two more intangible things, which I don't know if you were listening at the beginning of the show. This is actually an access consciousness tool, which is one of the modalities that I use in my practice. But Mm -hmm. if for three days, every thought that you have, every thought, three days, I'm only asking three days, you ask, who does this belong to, on the fourth day, you will barely have any thoughts because most of your thoughts are not yours. And then this is my, I know this, I know my audience is so sick of this. I am telling you, if you guys don't find ways to raise your vibration, you can have a clear mind, but you're still not going to reach your fullest potential on this planet ever, ever, and become fully who you are and who you were created to be as an infinite infinite being of magnitude and light unless you raise your vibration. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. tangible things. And there's many ways to raise your vibration. Mm-hmm. I believe the longer I'm in this business that the easiest way to raise your vibration is to cheat. And so you can go around and walk barefoot in the earth and you can do meditation and you can do yoga and you can use all these tools and you can take Epsom salt baths. I could go on and on and you can lay in the sun, you know, Dan, and you can swim in the ocean and you can have salt lamps and you can have amethyst crystals and and I really could go on and on because there's many, many things that are more positive that are higher frequency choices that we can make that raise our vibration. But why don't you want to, like, vibrate in the millions, billions, trillions? Why do you want to, like, raise your vibration points and then you go down and you have a fight? So I'm sorry, and, again, this is probably not going to be very popular. The quickest way to raise your vibration is go to a healer that is particularly skilled in raising your vibration and learn to hold it. And eventually you will learn to do what Janet said, which is to connect to the universal flow, which is endlessly infinite and available and of the highest vibration possible, and then you're mm-hmm. on your own. That's really mm-hmm. where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, Kim is 1,000% right. Oh, my, I have a question about what you said. Hmm? I'm a co-sign now. I have now. a question. I'm stand right on that because that's exactly what happened to me. Good. Yeah, Kareem's experienced a little taste of that, so he mm-hmm. knows kind of about. Mm-hmm. Do you want Janet a little deeper, or did what we say help you, or do you have another question? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Oh, did you want Janet to go deeper? Yeah, she go, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Intuitively? Intuitively? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, the first thing I pick up is you're a warrior. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And... I would go so far to say it's a worry addiction. You start worrying about the worry. <laughs> and that's, uh, that, that's, um, that's, uh, that's, that's big. And, um, uh, and I'm also getting that you, the food and drink that you have, are a lot of, you, you, are into a lot of stimulants, and I don't mean you know that. I'm talking just your food and and sugars and caffeine and all that stuff. Am I right? Say it again. I couldn't hear you. Pardon? Can you say it again? I couldn't hear you. Oh, okay. I said I think you have a lot of stimulants in your diet. You know. Yeah. And and so if you want to. Uh, Use as long as you're putting caffeine and sugar and things like chocolate, you know, all that kind of iced tea and all that kind of stuff into your diet. You're going to be anxious. Period. Wow. But um, and because you do have a worry addiction, you need to bring down the physical anxiety level in order to uh, begin to feel better and you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take some of that stuff out of your diet. That's that's essential. Okay. However, I I also feel like you've got a physical illness going on, do you? A what? Do you have a physical illness going on? Are are you have you been sick? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. How worried are you about that? Um, I, I get worried sometimes, but I try to not really think about it. Mm-hmm. So then I'll get even more anxious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the anxiety is part of the diagnosis. Did you know that? No, I, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Some of that is physiological coming from your diagnosis. So it would be really good to talk to someone about that. Okay? Yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah. I really think you need to do that because, um, I, you know, I don't want to get into all that stuff over the phone, but that mm-hmm. some, of the, some of the anxiety is coming from your diagnosis. So you're going to have to have some help clearing that part of it up, okay? But genetically, 
you come from an anxiety-ridden family. And so, oh, my God. <laughs> so you have um, learned a lot of behaviors that are anxiety-producing. Mm-hmm. And so anxiety is a frequency, and lots of anxiety is learned, and so if it can be learned, it can be unlearned. Yeah. And and using some of the techniques that Kim has been talking about, I mean, it's not a lifelong, you know what I mean, there are things that you can do that help you pretty darn quickly, okay? But before you heal, before you can really get a handle on that anxiety, you've got to seek some medical attention, okay? You mean um, I have to speak to someone or I have to go? Well, I mean, I think you need to go, well, if you want to, because sometimes if you have, especially if you have an integrative therapist, they can give you a lot of, information that you may need. But your diagnosis is part of your anxiety. And that may be medic may have to be I don't know I I have the feeling that some of that has to be medically managed right now. But in the long run you can use a lot of energy healing just to get rid mm-hmm. of the illness. You know, you don't have to have anything. Um but um yeah, I think you need some professional input there. And Kim may have some things that she wants to say, but um, really? Okay, I, I mean, I just heard something. I didn't mean to say really. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you didn't hear me say anything to you. <laughs> I was coming from somewhere else. Um, I feel that your living environment is too cluttered. And it so is. when you mm-hmm, so when you go to bed at night, it's really hard for you to sleep because there's too much junk in there. Mm-hmm. Can I say Can something? I, I just have to jump in. Can I jump in really quick? Mm-hmm. You have um, because of your living environment. I don't know what your spiritual beliefs are, but the unseen world is actually a lot more cluttered than the physical world than what we see with our eye. And because of what Janet is talking about, and I got this about. Ten minutes ago, I was dividing my time, and I'm glad she brought that up. If you could, I don't know your financial situation, but if you could get somebody in to help you, even if it's just a friend or a cleaner, and you could do kind of like a spring cleaning, even if you go room by room, you are Mm -hmm. attracting anxious entities from your high Mm -hmm. vibrational kind of broadcasting kind of thing. Oh, my God. Does that resonate wow. with you? you don't so understand. I feel there I, is. Go ahead. For the longest time, I felt like I didn't want to say anything because then everybody would be like, oh, she's going crazy or whatever. But like, no, you're not I feel going like crazy. It's so packed. I feel like it's packed. Like I'm cluttered. Like everybody's around me and I can't handle it. So I get anxious. Well, That's you're not going crazy. That I can't sleep at night. <laughs> you, well, right. So it's it's a it's a one two it's a vicious circle as we would say, but they're they aren't harmful dark they aren't anything I mean I would tell you um, if I felt you needed a house clearing or something of that it's not like that mm-hmm. it's um, they're not harmful they aren't dark they aren't torturous they aren't nothing like that. But you're attracting very, very, uh, very, very anxious <laughs> entities, and they like being 
they they resonate with your environment. So mm-hmm. you are going to get rid. I am not lying to you right now. Listen, listen to what Janet and I are saying. Mm-hmm. Clean, and I'm not saying our house is dirty. That's not what we mean. I I feel more cluttered. Not it's not dirty. It's cluttered. It's yeah. You need Some to give away, and get rid of, sort. I don't know what that means, so that's what I'm hearing. So you need to declutter major massively and organize. Major massively. And, sorry. And you need to, I'm blunt, Dude, it's a little nicer than I am. And you need to rearrange. Feng shui is an, I love feng shui. It's another thing I dabble in. But mm-hmm. it's an energy science. It might, um, I think it's called, I have a book over there. I'm trying to read it. Move your stuff, change your life. Try to pick mm-hmm. that up from the library or order it on Amazon. It's an inexpensive book, ten nine dollars, and I, I think it would benefit you tremendously. Give you a lot of help. It really talks about. It would be fun to paint. It would be fun to reorganize, throw out old furniture, buy new furniture, whatever. You need if you change your physical environment, your anxiety is going to go by half, and then you can start working on the other stuff. But sometimes it's the most obvious and the simplest thing that give us the most relief. If you Clean and organize. Those entities are going to leave because they won't like your house anymore. That's my reason. Get rid of your red yeah. and your oranges and those vibrant things that are driving you nuts. Yes, because every day when I, I want to wake up and it's like, take everything up with you, throw it away. And what understands me? I feel like it's so cluttered in here. I feel like I'm the only one that feels that way. I feel so cluttered in my house. Mm-hmm. All right, baby girl. Thank you so much for calling. You added so much content to the show. Thank you for your contribution. Your contribution. You're amazing. But we are running out of time. Like Janet, I go in this place with Janet. Like I can talk to her for like 18 hours. Like we have an 18 hour show. So uh-huh. I appreciate you calling in. I hope we helped. Um, Kareem's going to tell you how to get a hold of me. You can always DM me on Twitter, or contact me on Facebook, or email me. And I think Kareem will give you most of that stuff. And Janet shared how to get a hold of her. Janet, you want to quickly share how to get a hold of you again? Right. Yeah. Janet, Janet, Janet Nestor, N-E-S-T-O-R, at gmail.com. That's my email. And so I if you want to you know, do a quick follow-up or share how you're doing, we'd love to have you. And we're always on at 7 o'clock each Wednesday Eastern Standard Time, and we'd love a follow-up call to hear how you're doing because if you could just work on that, I'd be so excited because I know your life's going to change. Yeah. yeah, you're an intelligent girl. You're an intelligent person. You really are. So you can do Thank this. Thank you. Yeah, you got our love and support. Thanks so much for calling in. We appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful evening. Mm-hmm. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. I get so excited. I just want to keep going. I'm just getting warmed up, Janet. <laughs> I know. We're, we're together. We're dangerous. <laughs> I know. We're going to have to. We're going to have to talk. You know what I was getting, and I don't want to go into this, like I act like we're just having this personal conversation between you and I. But I think we might work on something together in the future. So that that might be interesting to play in that energy. I've got some ideas that I'll get a hold of you about in the near, near future, but we have to wrap up our show, so I really appreciate Janet Nestor being on. She's a prolific author of a couple different books, and Janet, do you want to tell really quickly what they are and where they can get them? Mm -hmm. Pathways to Wholeness, it's a mindfulness handbook, 
And um, it's a short book. It's less than 100 pages. It's just a how-to book. And you can get that on the website, mindfulpathways.com or on amazon.com. And Nurturing Wellness will be available. Nurturing Wellness to Radical Self-Care is hung up in production, but it will be around here soon. And um, uh, it's a... It's a guide and a workbook, but it's also the first part of the book is just packed full of information that is beneficial to anybody, anybody for any reason. It's just how to simplify, balance, recognize stressors, just all kinds of wonderful information, energetic as well as practical. Thanks, Kim, for asking. Oh, you're welcome. Well, it was our pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for being on the show. And will you come back again sometime within the next three or four months and honor us with your presence again? I, w- I love I love being with you. So invite me and I will come. <laughs> I, I, oh, I well, we love having you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a great time, and I look so forward to it. Thank you for sharing our t- your time with us. I know you're super busy, and have an amazing evening. You too. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Take care, Janet. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, Kareem, I'm going to talk really, really, really fast, and then I'm going to um, have you take us out. Um, We only have like three minutes, so I do have an energy technique class, an access consciousness bar class coming up in Columbus, Ohio on the 12th, and it's going to be an all-day class. You can go to accessconsciousness.com and look me up. I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and find me on the FARS facilitator page and you can read more about my classes and sign up. It's an opportunity to spend all day with me, learn an amazing technique that can dump a lot of the programming that we've been talking about tonight and it can absolutely change everything in your life. You might want to check that out. I'm also going to be on Sherry Hoff's Telesummit on the 8th. That's next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. It's called Your Path to Success. You can type her into Google. Um, I think the website is slash telesummit.html, and that will just tell you the time, which is what I told you anyway. But you can type that into Google and look me up. I'll be speaking about a lot of fun, energetic things with her. And I'll be offering a special package as well that you can get for really inexpensive, and there'll be a lot of healing opportunities in that. So, Kareem, if you'll speak about 30 seconds and take us out, I have a commercial I'm going to play for a friend of mine. Hopefully we can squeeze that in as well as our outro. So you've got about a minute. Talk fast. Good night, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for calling and joining us next Wednesday. We're going to have an Ohio medium and her daughter and maybe my daughter on. We're going to do a big show about the paranormal, lots of free readings, lots of fun stuff. So we look forward to seeing you next time. Go ahead, Kareem. And also, if you want some life coaching services, distant or in-person, energy healing, and much more, you can also find us at Serene Wellness, I mean, Serene Wellness on Twitter or www.serenitynaturalwellness.com. Or you can check Facebook for Serenity Natural Wellness, one word, or Kimberly McGeorge on Facebook. So hopefully... Learn something today, and we look forward to hearing from you or speaking to you next week. Have a good night. Ladies, let me ask you something. Do you wish you could have more success at work? 
a better relationship, better health, or more wealth? If you've answered yes to any of these, then the key to what you need is a boost in your self-confidence. And I have just the answer for you, a powerful one-day conference that will boost your self-confidence so you can achieve all of these things and more. It's called Bold Her, Infuse Your Self-Confidence with Laughter and Love. Learn more at www.boldher.com. That's www.boldher.com. See you there. Thanks for listening on Our Secrets Everything with Dr. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. Radio.